0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2700, Breaking the Dependency to My Phone, by Molly of thisevergreenhome.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator. I have a brand new author for you today. I'll tell you about Molly and Mike of This Evergreen Home right after the reading. So for now, let's jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. Breaking the Dependency to My Phone by Molly of thisevergreenhome.com. A few months ago, after welcoming our fourth baby into our family, I felt that there was an unhealthy habit that I needed to break. The time spent on my phone had increased since much of my day was now spent rocking or feeding the baby. Scrolling my phone had become the go-to activity of choice. With my phone always within reach, it became too easy to satisfy the quick hit of dopamine that my brain was getting. I felt guilty about the time I was spending since much of it wasn't even considered productive. I felt a growing conviction that I wanted to take a big step away from my phone in order to create a healthier relationship with it. I know that there are countless benefits to the technological advances we've seen in the past decade, but just about half of all Americans say they're addicted to their phones and many others admit to spending too much time on them. In a recent survey of 1,000 American adults, ages 18 and older, 74% said they felt uneasy leaving their phones at home. 45% claimed that their phone is their most valuable possession. 71% scroll their phones within the first 10 minutes of waking up. 61% admit to having texted someone in the same room as them before. And on average, Americans check their phones 344 times a day, which calculates to once every four minutes. It sounds like many of us, myself included, seem to have a dependency to our devices. But is this truly adding value to our lives or just a form of entertainment that steals time that could be spent doing things that actually add meaning? As a result, this past month, I challenged myself to reset my habits with my phone and make changes that would teach me how to better manage my time and lessen my need for instant access. I desire to spend less time on my phone and more time reading, writing, being present with those around me, and focusing on what matters most. In this post, I'll share some of the ways that have helped me to break an old habit and create a new, healthier one going forward. If you're someone who feels pulled to use your phone less, yet can't find ways to make meaningful habits stick, I'd encourage you to take on a few of these ideas yourself. Less phone, more focused pursuits. Similar to our no spend month, the goal of creating these new habits for my phone usage were meant to be realistic and sustainable, working for me, not against me. The past month of intentionally using my phone less gave me an opportunity to make meaningful changes. Here are the steps that I've found to help me with the goal of using my phone less in order to be more present elsewhere. Number one, use social media less frequently. Instagram has become one of the biggest ways to steal my attention. Setting a daily time limit has been a key way for me to use it less frequently. When I've reached the allotted time, that's my cue to shut down the app until tomorrow. Whatever I didn't get to post or view can wait. Number two, check email at designated times. When it comes to checking email, a recent study found that it's either feast or famine, checking throughout the day or just a time or two. This is true because of the accessibility our phones provide. I've limited myself to checking it twice a day and have found that I'm still capable of responding in a timely manner to everything that comes in. Number three, track app usage. Tracking your app and screen time usage is a great starting point to determine what changes can be made. You can view the total screen time, amount of times you picked up your phone, the apps that received the most attention that day, and set limits for apps that you want to use less. At the end of the week, I receive a notification of how much time was spent using my phone each day and whether it was more or less than the previous week. Number four, find a home base. Intentionally setting the phone out of my reach in a designated home, especially while I'm engaging with others, allows for a natural separation. The temptation to do a quick check of apps is strong, so this removes the impulse to do so, Plus, I spend less time searching for my phone when it's back in its home. Number five, turn off notifications. When we're constantly bombarded by notifications, our brains get a hit of dopamine, lighting up our pleasure center, which makes it nearly impossible not to engage with the alert. Turning off notifications, particularly to social media and email, removes this urge to be on call 24-7. Number six, begin a new behavior. One way to break a bad habit is to replace it with a healthier choice. There are certain times of the day when I'm more prone to picking up my phone and scrolling for pleasure. Instead, I've started placing my phone in another room and reading a book instead. Our brains are hardwired for pleasure, so try replacing your phone usage habits with something else that you enjoy. And number seven, turn on do not disturb. When our brains are activated with a device prior to falling asleep, it suppresses the production of melatonin, a natural hormone released in the evening to help you feel tired and ready to sleep. i found that setting the do not disturb function an hour before bedtime has removed my temptation to respond to new messages or calls while my body is trying to wind down. To set this, go to settings, focus, then turn on do not disturb. Old habits can be hard to break. If you found yourself distracted and unable to be fully present, I'd encourage you to see how you can spend less time being dependent on your phone and more time enjoying life around you. You just listened to the post titled, Breaking the Dependency to My Phone by Molly of thisevergreenhome.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. created the idea of this evergreen home on a long 10-hour car ride with three kids in tow. With past experience blogging and wanting to create something together, it was the perfect fit. Although, as you heard in today's article, they welcomed their fourth child, so congrats to them. On the blog, they simply talk about what they wish to read about themselves, living intentionally, loving deeply, prioritizing goals, simplifying, really all the things that really matter a great fit for this show. So thanks again to them for the post and letting us share their work and come by thisevergreenhome.com for a lot more. Now, something I've noticed or struggled with personally with some of the articles I narrate is that the action steps can be difficult when it comes to building a new habit or getting rid of a bad habit. Sometimes the advice can be as simple as, well, you just need to start, which I get, but it can be hard to find that motivation and willpower. What I thought was helpful in this post was that there are really easy things we can do to get started. Turning on do not disturb, for example, or turning off notifications. That's easy. It takes a minute, more or less, and it's a step in the right direction. So it's nice to see that not everything takes a ton of willpower all the time, and there are often some tiny things we can do to make the transition and habit just a bit easier. So thanks again to Molly. And thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and night. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.